Take something iconic like the all-electric 2024 Fiat 500e. Add something electrica. Bring the swagger. And an Italian icon is remixed and ready to drop with its available premium JBL audio system. Tap the banner to learn more. Fiat is a registered trademark of FCA Group Marketing SPA. Used under license by FCA US LLC. CeraVe facial moisturizers with SPF protect skin against damaging UV rays and continuously deliver three essential ceramides to help restore skin's protective barrier so it can lock in moisture. Non-greasy, fragrance-free, and won't clog pores? With CeraVe, skin feels hydrated and looks healthy all day. CeraVe Facial Moisturizers with SPF from the number one dermatologist recommended facial moisturizer brand. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Welcome to the Olive Podcast Health and Wellness Series. I'm Janine, Olive's Deputy Editor and Podcast Host, and for the next few weeks I'll be catching up with experts in the field to get some great insight, advice and inspiration. From wellness trends to special diets and how to get your 30 plants a week, we'll be covering a diverse range of subjects. Listen out for new episodes each Friday. I'm delighted to welcome April Preston to the podcast. April is Global Product Director at Holland & Barrett and has over 30 years experience in the food world, working with huge brands like M&S and Harrods on product development and innovation. She's an expert in using consumer and trend data to predict what the next big thing might be. And that's what we'll be looking at today as we delve into health and wellness trends for 2024. Welcome, April. Thanks for coming to chat to us today. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm delighted to be here. I'm a bit <laughs> starstruck, actually, because I've been um, an olive reader since day one. Yeah. So to actually be here in the building is, is wonderful. In our new podcast studio. In our new podcast studio. It was really <laughs> lovely, actually. <laughs> I mean, that was a really brief intro to what's been an incredible career, April. Could you, first of all, just tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey in the food industry and a bit about what you do now at Holden yeah. Barrett? Well, it's interesting because the single thread up until a couple of years ago was food. And I've pretty much done roles in every part of the industry from retail to manufacturing to restaurants, hospitality, um, you know, you mentioned Harrods. My role there was really about transforming the food halls, running yeah. a team of 150 chefs who are all based below ground. Um, and M&S, obviously product development and innovation and insight. Um, but food was the bit that sort of sort of held was the central thread through yeah. the whole of my career. 
And then a couple of years ago, I thought, actually, I don't need to stay in food. I'm really passionate about health and wellness. And what I'm really enjoying is transforming brands, high street brands. (laughs) (laughs) And Holland & Barrett came along. So what I've been able to do with um, Holland & Barrett is sort of go in there and and use all of the experience and techniques and tools I've learned over the years and think about different categories. So yes, part of what we're doing at Holland & Barrett is about food and healthy food because to have great health, you've got to have great nutrition, Mm -hmm. but it's also a whole new world of um, supplements, of um, beauty, of categories that I've not worked in before. So I'm absolutely loving it. Yeah, I I love that. And I know like it's a huge um, growing industry and obviously, you know, trends are very important in in that sense. Mm -hmm. But first of all, I just wanted to ask you like how you actually do it, because I know trend reports come out at the beginning of each year. Um, in all different kinds of areas. But how do you go about gathering the information and mm-hmm. kind of predicting what's going to be big? Like, how do you, how, practically, how do you do yeah. that? Well, first of all, I'm going to debunk a myth. It's not an annual process. So, um, okay. you know, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting that, um, you know, it's all normally January when everybody yeah. starts talking about what's going to happen in the next yeah. year. But actually, it's an ongoing process. It never stops. Oh. And you don't wait until January to decide what you're going to do. Mm. You've constantly got the feelers out there to understand what's going on, what are people talking about. Um, I would say it's part science, part art. So you use a lot of data, a lot of customer insight. You know, you're constantly um, analyzing figures, say what's selling, what's on the up, what's on the way down, what's coming through and looking around the globe. I mean, this is, you know, we obviously focus a lot on the UK for the Holland and Barrett stores in the UK, but we look globally as well. And there are certain hotspots, you know, particularly in the health and wellness field, you'll find trends coming through from um, L.A., is a, you know, you can pretty much guarantee oh, yeah. if it's happening there now, it'll be here in five or ten years. Um, Japan, uh, China as well is a hot spot at the moment for really thinking about what's coming yeah. down the tracks in the future. But the, the data only takes you halfway yeah. and that's where the art comes in and that's about gut feel, it's about experience, it's about being able to separate a trend from a fad, Yeah, which is, a re- you know, it's probably one of the hardest parts of the job. I wish I had a um, a crystal ball <laughs> make life so much easier yeah. um, and you know you do have to use your judgment and say is this actually a true trend and do you know the difference between a trend and a fad just be- do I yes because um, <laughs> I can fad- tell you very quickly no, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> they do tend to be used interchangeably yeah, I mean I mean a fad to me sounds like something that's um adopted and then dropped yeah I mean it's to do with speed I suppose so a fad tends to um, grow very quickly peak and then drop off very quickly whereas a trend is much slower build it takes longer to accumulate but the longevity of it is greater so it's it's something that is there for a longer time it's you know could change people's lifestyles or how they um, behave for quite a long time yeah and in the world of product development, what you're really trying to do is to spot the true trends Mm. because, you know, when you create a product, you want it to have a lifespan. You know, you don't want it sort of to fall out of favor the day after you've launched it because you're responding to a fad. So um, it's really, really fascinating um, art, I suppose, that side of things. And this is where you know, having had over 30 years in the experience, it really benefits me, uh, 30 years in the industry, it really benefits me because my life and my work almost aren't separate. You yeah. know, I'm I'm constantly 
eyes and ears, being curious. What's going on out there? What are people talking about? What yeah. are their problems? You know, what am I seeing on social media? What's coming through in Olive magazine yeah. or, or, or Good Food magazine, for example? Um, you know, what's on the news? What are people's worries? You know, listening all the time. And quite often I'll just stand in a shop and listen to what people are oh, that's really, talking about. Yeah. So you just got this kind just, of constant, kind of chatter, like a constant like radar around and you're <laughs> yeah. just you're just trying to get you hear through all of yeah. the, the noise to the little <laughs> the little buzzwords that keep, yeah. keep coming up. And I'm very lucky. I've got a brain that makes connections easily. So I can sort yeah. of hear something over there and think, oh, yes, actually, that's the same thing. But having said that, I mean, obviously, it's not just about me. I've got a brilliant team of experts, yeah. product trend experts, scientists, um, you know, culinary experts, and all of these people all the time are really thinking about what's the next big thing going to be and is it here to stay? Yeah, but obviously, you know, with your job, it's not just that you're you're like flinging predictions or trends out there. At some point, you have to put money behind it. Mm. So, how do you decide like what to put the focus on? I mean, is there a is there a situation where you can do you test stuff, for example? And then, yes, yeah, yeah, you do okay. very much. Um, it's a I think. It's quite misunderstood product development and yeah. getting a product to market. You know, most people think the difficult bit is the idea. I think it was Einstein that said um, innovation is 1% inspiration, 99% perspiration. Yeah. And he got it spot on if it was him. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's a very rigorous process. So the coming up with the, the idea comes from a number of sources. So it will come from the trends that we're talking about. We'll be looking at science. You know, what's the latest, latest science telling us? We'll be looking at what's selling well at the moment and what does that mean for anything new we might put onto the shelves. Right. We'll be looking at what's happening in the market. You know, so there'll be a lot of inputs. And the main thing you're looking for is what are the problems that customers have got or consumers have okay. got and how do you solve that yeah. problem? Because a lot of people say, well, customers won't be able to tell you or consumers won't be able to tell you what they need. They don't. They tell you what their problems are. And then you think, right, actually, we could create X, Y, or Z and that would make yeah. their lives much easier. But it doesn't stop there. So then you ha you go through um, a very rigorous process, just really understanding. We call it the feasibility stage. You know, can we create this at a price people are willing to pay at great right. value? Will um, it have a shelf life that makes it commercially viable? Can you make this on a mass scale for to be, you know, we've got 800 stores up and down the country. We've got an online business. We've got a global business. So we have to be able to recreate these ideas on a scale the same every day sure. inside, outside. It needs to be exactly the same. It's not like when you're cooking a recipe at home, you might yeah. add a bit of something extra in. <laughs> it has <laughs> you know, to be like, yeah. It has to be the same every day. Every day you make it, every time you make it and in large volume. So that's almost the difficult bit. Mm -hmm. Um and then it doesn't stop there because once you've launched a product into the marketplace, there's sort of fine tuning, snagging, you get the customer feedback um, and you might iterate over a period of time. But it's fun. That's why I've done it for so long. This episode is brought to you by Dove. You use all the right skincare products for your face, but your body has been missing out. With new Dove Serum Body Wash, you can give your body the vitamin C glow it's been wanting, the hydration boost it's been craving, and the active skincare ingredients it deserves. It's time for your body care era. New Dove Serum Body Wash. Get Dove or get FOMO.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was just going to briefly mention, because you, you said about fads, TikTok, mm. because I've, I've been watching this Michael Mosley thing on oh, Channel 4. I love Michael Mosley. <laughs> and one thing he's doing is he's kind of debunking or he's investigating TikTok trends and saying, is mm. this? Mm. And I mean, some I, I, I obviously don't follow TikTok health hacks because some of them are just bizarre, like... Mm. Um, there was one to make a natural cola with balsamic vinegar, which looked yeah. vile. And then there was one where you just put like half a pound of chia seeds in water and drank it, which looked kind of evil <laughs> as well. Um, obviously, pe- people are following this because yes. they get millions of... Is that something that you you look at? Yeah. Or, yeah. No, we absolutely follow TikTok. I think um, the lens we look at it through, though, is is there science to back yeah, up what's being said? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. And that's what we would always apply. And we're really lucky because we've got a brilliant team of scientists at Honda Barrett. And anything that looks like it's going viral, yeah. sometimes it's a product, you know, Honda Barrett really benefits from this because sometimes it's a product we sell anyway and we just see a massive sales peak. It's like, a little say, bit like, you know, Delia or Nigella yeah. mentioned ingredients, suddenly yeah. you see a peak. Like she was balsamic or bal- yes. balsamic as Delia <laughs> used to say um, but like apple cider vinegar yeah exactly it and just, it's, it's a product we've yeah, always stocked yeah. but we wouldn't um, create or stock a product where there isn't science to back yeah. it up so if it's just a you know a flash in the pan fad that somebody's just made up from somewhere we wouldn't react to that at all but it is important to know what people are seeing what they're hearing what yeah. they're talking about um, so yes we do monitor TikTok but I like the site you know it's good that and, and and right that there should be scientific basis because it's it's a big responsibility it is. isn't it <laughs> yeah. to kind of say to people look this this could help whatever it is that your your problem is um let's have a little look back at 2023 could you pick a few really strong trends that yeah. kind of emerged last year and just talk about why you think they yeah. succeeded particularly yeah um well, if I start with our number one most searched item on the website, which I think is always a good place to start. Yeah. So last year it was collagen. Oh, really? Um, yes. And I, I've been sort of thinking about this quite a lot because obviously collagen's been around a while. I think what's making people more interested is not only, you know, obviously for a long time it's been associated with the beauty industry. It's skin, yeah. hair, nails, you know, gives you a, sh- a wet nose and shiny ears and <laughs> <Like>, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, that's my it's dog. very good. <laughs> yes, exactly. It gives you, it's the outward signs yeah. of collagen. But I think what's really, um, the conversation now is highlighting the sort of internal impact of collagen and it really can support a lot of people with bones, joints, muscles. And I know I want to come on later and talk a little bit about health spam, but I think there's something linked with that that suddenly people are much more interested. But obviously there is also the beauty side. Yeah. Um, it's hugely driven by some influencers that are really talking about their daily routines. Mm-hmm. But again, there is science to back up the benefits of it, which is why it's an important product for us. Yeah. 
So collagen, I would I would put there. And I, I, the thing I love about collagen um, is, and we we spent quite a lot of time on this last year, is you don't have to take supplements or powder. You know, there's some brilliant foods that are packed full of collagen. So bone broth, you know, oh, we all okay, know about the yeah. And we started yeah, to yeah. see that peak. So I think not just collagen as an interesting ingredient, but how you can, how you can take it in. Take it in, yeah. Um, you know, fish, berries, leafy greens, all of these things are packed full of collagen and really good if you just want to boost it in your diet. Yeah, I love that, that people can go and get it kind of naturally through yeah. their diet as well. I mean, bone broth is a miracle. Yeah. I love it. It's not <laughs> it's not only good for you, yeah. but it's very low in calories and it's really comforting. Yeah. You know, I can't, I, it's one of my favourite, favourite things in the whole world is bone broth. That. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Um, so the second one that I look back on, and I think we, we did quite a good job of predicting how, um, how, what a big trend this was going to be was ashwagandha. Yeah, I was um, looking at ashwagandha because I think I saw, I read uh, when I was reading about you, you mentioned, take, you take it, don't you? Yeah, Do, I take yeah. it. I take ashwagandha and magnesium before I go to bed. Now, I would say at this point, everybody needs to find what's right for them. For yeah. me, I find the combination of ashwagandha and magnesium brilliant it really my sleep has improved I was no, say, and we'll come on to talk about sleep yeah, magnesium is a sleep thing isn't it because yeah. I've taken that yeah. before for that and ashwagandha is an adaptogen it is, is an right? adaptogen which is a class of plants yeah. and it's really associated with um it's got the potential to support both physical and mental stress right. so it's it's used by a lot of people for anxiety um, and focus and it, it's sort of it's from ayurvedic medicine that's where it comes from yeah. and it's used to um really bring stability and harmony but if you're going to take ashwagandha, top tip, always look out for KSM 66. So that's a particular type of ashwagandha. It's actually uh, the KSM 66, and you can get it in lots of places, not yeah. just on the barrack, but it's, um, it's a unique um, extraction process. And what it does is it makes sure that it's taking the full spectrum of active ingredients and really distilling it down. Okay. So it's the most potent wow. version. So okay. always look out for that if you're Top going tip. to be taking it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I think ashwagandha is just one of the adaptogens, and adaptogens and nootropics yeah. were really great growing last year and I think that will continue to go into this year so we'll probably talk yeah, about those, those a bit later yeah, too. Yeah because yeah cool. Um, the last one and I really wanted to make it um, a food one when I was thinking about this is CMOS gel. So uh, I read about this this morning <laughs> I've never I th ashwagandha I've heard of um, collagen yes see what how did that pass me by? Because <laughs> it's well, incredible. And this is what, when we when I um, was thinking about talking about trends, because yeah. I'm obviously immersed in this world, yeah. I start to think actually yeah, it feels old hat to me, was, but yeah. actually it's probably just coming into the I, mainstream. Yeah, now. I think so. I mean, being in the food industry and doing yeah. what you do, you'll know about seaweed, and yeah. that's sort of been all growing of the sea in popularity. Plants, all of yeah. That, yeah. Well, sea moss is just a seaweed. Oh, okay. Um, and the gel format. I mean, the, the interesting thing, if you look at why I'm saying it's growing. So our searches online grew by 158% last wow. year. And the chilled CMOS gel that we launched um, as part of our chilled food range is the number one bestseller out of the fridge at the moment. So wow. I know it's resonating um, with some people, but basically it's a um, nutrient powerhouse. So it's absolutely packed full of nutrients. Um, it's one of the very best plant sources of omega-3 fatty acids. Um, and it's really rich in iodine, really rich in fiber. So um, 
I mean, I don't really like the word superfood, although I think people kind of understand that mm. superfood is something that's got lots of really good nutrients. Yeah. So it, it's kind of a superfood. And it's really easy to take. You can stir it into smoothies. You can stir it into um, soups. You know, just add it as an extra dollop and you're getting all that nutrition. What does it you, come, come as a gel? It comes in say? a jar as a gel, yeah. As it doesn't t- look... It looks a little bit like slime. <laughs> <laughs> I would always add it to something. I mean, you can drink, you know, have Has a tablespoon. Has it got that kind of fishy, fishy kind of... No, not really. Because I got, the other day, I got somebody sent me um, to try uh, some muesli with sea sea things in it. And it was, I opened the packet and it was like, <laughs> it's kind of funky, seaweedy. And I was like, I, I don't want this for breakfast. Thanks. No. I mean, I think this is, you know, if you come back to a trend versus yeah. a fad, that's a good distinction for me. If something doesn't taste nice, it can become part of someone's re- yeah. regular routine. You know, you're just not going to do it for Forcing too long. It down, yeah. So for me, it's essential, you know, it's got to be healthy and it's got to taste great. And Though if it I doesn't see, do both... I did see on your list that um, cod liver oil still going strong. My yes. grandma used to give yes. me cod liver oil <laughs> on a spoon. I mean, how it's <laughs> on a spoon, because I think at a time you couldn't get the capsules. And it was just vile, yeah. like out of the little jar. Well, luckily yeah. you can get capsules now. Yeah, so you thank do. God. I mean, it, it is... I mean, it, it, it's a sort of generational thing cod liver yeah. oil is still huge so um, good for you and well, it tends it? to be yeah. older generations yeah. like your no it's not exclusively that but yeah. i think if you're in a younger generation you talk more about omega-3s and yeah. how you're going to get your omega-3s cod liver oil is just one way you can do that yeah but you know sea moss gel is another now yeah. you know i'm gonna go and investigate <laughs> that um Okay, and let's go on to this year, 2024, mm. and, and what's what's hot, what's not. <laughs> well, you know, when, when you asked me how do you identify a trend, yeah. I, w- I was thinking about um, actually a trend quite often is a new take on an old problem. Yeah. And the language changes and you start to hear people sort of approaching it from a different angle. And I think one trend, I don't even know if it's a trend, but I think what we hear more and more people talking about is health span. And I don't know if you've heard that phrase, but basically we talk a lot about it's, lifespan. It's about like having a, um, I think I've heard it on, on podcasts, it's about mm. having qu- quality, rather, quality than, years rather than living to 90, it's that you live to 90, but really yeah. healthily with good, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I don't want to get too morbid, yeah. but there's quick deaths and there's slow deaths. Yeah. And ideally, you know, what most people would like is a very long and healthy life and yeah. then a quick death. Yeah. But most of us die from slow beth- deaths, which are linked to what we call the four horsemen of medicine, which are um, coronary heart disease, diabetes, cancer or Alzheimer's. Oh, God. And it's very depressing. <laughs> but, you know, you start to um, develop some of those disease very early yeah. on in life and then you live with them for years and years. At the average age um, of... Uh, so if you take a man, they live 16 years in poor health and a woman lives 19 years in poor health wow. as you know, due to one or more of those different diseases. And yeah. this thinking um, that's coming through is all about how do you ensure that your life, you can do everything you want to do for as long as possible. Yeah. And that actually starts, I mean, you can start at any time and make a difference. Just bef- if anyone out there is 92 <laughs> or anything like that, still you can still it, make yeah. a difference. But I think... The earlier you start to really think about avoiding those diseases, Mm -hmm. the more likely you are to be able to have um, a really long health span. Um, There's a brilliant book on it, actually, and it is um, written by a guy called Dr. Peter um, Atiyah. Okay. It's called Outlive. 
Um, I'm li- I've listened to it on audiobook recently, and it really kind of talks you through all the thinking behind it. Um, I found that really useful. I think the other person who's doing a lot of good work in this space, and you mentioned him earlier, was Michael Mosley. Yeah. Um, you know, he he's done um, a series recently on, I think it's his One More Thing specials, whether it's Five More Things, but he, he talked a lot about, um, you know, growing old and how to do it in a really positive way. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's something that we'll, you know, we haven't talked a lot in our culture about old age and dying and all of those things. And I do think it's something a little bit like the menopause yeah. that will become much more part of the conversation. And, you know, lots of people like me are out there saying, how can we actually support people to get to a better place, yeah. to give them more quality years of life, to um, really be able to enjoy the years that they've got? You know, yeah. we all want to be able to bend over and play football with our grandchildren and, you know, do all that. That's the nirvana, isn't it? So yeah, um, let's think, try and support people to get there. I think because in the past there's been this expectation that you kind of, you get to a certain age and then everything just falls apart, mm. you know, and actually it it doesn't have to be like that. No. You know, I've, I've heard about women like running marathons in their 80s mm. you know the, it, the tools are there yep. if you start and it, like you said it's not like you have to start really early I didn't start running until I was in my 40s mm. and you know it's it's um it's a brilliant free exercise you can do but just the idea that you can keep going and keep healthy is, is yeah I've, I've heard a lot of that and I think that's yeah. a great one to um to adopt basically yeah, yeah. I mean I, th- I think the key thing is in relation to trends the sort of bedrocks of good health the five of them are the, have always been the same it's the sort of conversation around them and the approaches to them that yeah. change so you know you, you've mentioned one movement and exercise sleeping well yeah. hydration good diet and mental health yeah, you know and absolutely. they're all interlinked and if you can work on any of those it has a positive impact on the other and you know it takes me on to my next trend actually that we're going to see a lot more of which yeah. is around um, hydration and okay. I think people are talking a lot more about hydration and the Drinks industry is actually a very, very innovative industry. There's some really brilliant people out there doing brilliant things. And I think the sort of desire to keep hydrated and the knowledge that actually it's a really, really good thing to keep hydrated up against the fact that people know that sugary sweetened drinks aren't very good is leading to a lot of innovation that's driven driven by this trend. Mm. So, um, and it, it, you know, they're all linked. That's the other thing. Is yeah. So, you know, I'll talk about kombucha, which is a really, really healthy drink and a good way to keep... Hi- yeah. I mean, obviously, the best way to keep hydrated is water. Water. Um, but it's not amazing every- <laughs> how many people just will not drink water. <laughs> I know. You're like, it's like, just drink the water. She but- says, taking a sip of water. <laughs> you prompted me then. I think... Um, yeah, well, well, I think on water, some people just find it a bit boring. So the what you have to try and do is to find something that will hydrate you yeah. but doesn't have any bad effects like sugar in it. And, you know, kombucha was a big trend last year. It will continue to grow. It's evolving into kombucha with extra benefits and extra functionality now. Um, and it's a great drink because it's low in calories, it's low in sugar, it's got, um, if you look out for the ones with the live bacteria, yeah. it's really good for your gut health, which is good for your overall health. So, um, you know, that's a great alternative. But we're seeing 
more and more, um, and again, LA is a rich seam of this, yeah. but there's a lot of waters with additions, so water with collagen in it, yeah. water with electrolytes, um, seeing a lot more of those type of things. Um, and, you know, vitamins, vitamin water is something that's really growing. I'm sure and, Gerd, we, we, Gerd of, who we both yes, know, yeah. was talking on the podcast. We were talking about food and drink trends last year. And I'm sure he said something about um, in LA, he'd come across this water that, this is a bit wacky though, that had been infused with crystals to yes. give it like positive. And I mean, it was it was one of the mad that's ones. That's one side of LA it was, that yeah, doesn't always it make it over It was one of the fatty mad ones. But you know, that's, yeah. That's but I'll, I'll tell you what is happening in LA, which yeah. I think will come over here quite quickly, is um, keeping hydrated through different formats. So some people just say, I can't, you know, I don't, people worry about having to go to the loo a lot. Yeah. And that's one of the things that holds them back. And certainly before you go to bed at night, it's like, oh, I don't want to be getting up when it's so cold outside. But I think um, what we're starting to see is different formats, things like sachets, gels, drops, gummies that can oh, help okay. you keep hydrated but not have to drink gallons of water. A bit like I'm if not, you're running a race, yeah, like a really yeah, long race exactly. and you need to get your um, hydration and your electrolytes yeah. in you. Yeah, I don't know the science behind it because I'm okay. not a scientist and I wouldn't <laughs> um, propose to use it in replace of water, mm. but I think there is a lot of thinking going behind how do we solve some of these yeah. problems keeping people hydrated is something we want to focus on and there might be other ways than just drinking gallons of water yeah that's a good one um you mentioned sleep before can yes. we talk about that because that's something that i am completely fat i'm reading a book about it at the moment <laughs> oh. as we speak because i'm hoping to get someone to come on and, and have a deeper dive yeah. into it um, I find it fascinating. Yeah. I mean, it's the miracle cure for yeah. me, good quality sleep. Me and too. I think it's the holy grail for many people. And I think, um, you know, people are starting to understand its quality over quantity, really good quality. And you're starting to see a huge amount happening in the tech industry around mm -hmm. monitoring of your sleep quality. I think the, the the trends that we're seeing that sort of spur out of this um, need to get more sleep are calming um, and evening rituals to get you ready for bed mm. and then energy if you haven't had a good night's sleep. So there's kind of two areas that we're we're really, really focused on. But I think it's, uh, you know, sleep has always been one of those five things you need to get yeah. right. But, you know, we were talking about digital earlier, you know, this increased digital fatigue, this workload, this constant always on, you know, people talk a lot about blue light. All of those things are leading to poorer quality sleep. Yeah. And it's essential that we get better quality sleep. And I think um, what we're doing a lot of work on is, um, you know, we've talked about adaptogens. They're they're very good to help you get calm before yeah. you go to bed. I take my ashwagandha and magnesium. <laughs> but the other really rich scene for us is what are more natural alternatives to boost your energy in the day if you haven't had a good night's sleep? So, you know, for many years we've drunk a lot of coffee. coffee. Um, maybe a few caffeine-led drinks. Um, I won't mention the and one caffeine, that gives you wings, yeah, but, but <laughs> that sort of thing. And I think caffeine's not a bad thing, is it? I mean, no, it's actually no, like, it's actually got know, some very good benefits yeah. to it. And and black coffee and decaf um, decaffeinated coffee as well have both yeah. got different types of benefits. Yeah. But I think. Um, so I was going to say one of the trends that we're seeing is caffeine in other forms. Oh, okay. So bars and mints that you can chew or eat on the go rather than have a hot coffee. Yeah. And that can really help boost your energy in the day. Um, 
nootropics, we talked about adaptogens and nootropics. Yeah. So nootropics increase your blood flow to the brain. So they really support you if you want to focus, if you want to be on it when you've had a poor night's sleep. Um, and they really enhance your cognitive performance. So that's, um, you know, things like ginseng, yeah. ginkgo, ginkgo biloba. I, oh, and I can never say it, you know, ginkgo, <laughs> <laughs> those sort of things. Um but there's also other really in- interesting ingredients that we're looking at. So um, there's something called dynamite, um, which is it makes you feel powerful already. It's <laughs> like it? dynamite, but, but it's but actually <laughs> <laughs> it's made from mango um, leaf extract. Oh, and at wow. the moment, you can only take it in supplement form. But um, we've got a sort of energy sachet yeah. that we sell that's got this dynamite in, and it's brilliant. I mean, I find if I'm flagging at half past three in the afternoon, which is invariably when I flag, I'll have a little sachet of this, and I'm, you know, and it's those quick fixes that people are looking yeah. at just to get them through the day. And that's from mango leaf. Mango leaf extract. How did they yeah. discover is that cuz cuz I know ginseng probably came from it it's been it's an ancient mm. practice isn't it mm. to use ginseng. Yes, I mean I think that's ayurvedic as well yeah. actually. Yeah. I mean there's just there's people boffins all around the world scientists which we get to work with every just day constantly that, eating yeah. plants to see whether it gives them a buzz. Well no, I think what what I I I'm not going to pretend to know the process at all but how I've always seen it in my head is they're they're extracting they're taking the yeah, extracts from these plants do, yeah. and testing them and seeing yeah. what they're doing. Um, and out of this comes these incredible ingredients and, and Zynamite's one of my latest favourites. And it sounds great as well. <laughs> I'll get you a pack. <laughs> cool. um, yeah, so we talked a little bit about calm and and sort of getting ready for bed yeah. and those evening rituals. And one of the things that um, I'm starting to see sort of more information out about there. It's not just about, you know, having a hot drink. Yeah. There's there's a sort of routine you can get into. And one of the things we're really focused at on um, at Holland & Barrett is, is we don't just sell products. We offer people support on whatever their problem is. So yeah. we give advice, we offer exercise routines or top tips or whatever. And I think that's what people are looking for more, much more. And I'm seeing it trending is that sort of what I'd call an end-to-end solution. So there is the quick fix of an energy sachet, but there's also, um, you know, what what's the sort of sequence of things or what, what bundle of things yeah. can I do that isn't just eating something or taking something that will just help me sleep better? And I think really unlocking that and making it easy so for people. So it's like a 360 yeah, exactly. sleep hygiene. So yeah. you're... It's your environment, it's, yeah. it's your routine, it's what you do, it's yeah. how you do it and everything. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. And I can see a huge, huge amount of tech coming onto the market that sort of really helps that, yeah. um, you know, in terms of lighting or... No um, lighting. Yeah, exactly. Don't have a TV in the bedroom. That's exactly. What I, I've banned, there's no, there's not nothing in our bedroom that, that can, you know... Well, I've got a live, very relevant example, actually, because okay. my husband, I've got him an aura ring for Christmas oh, and wow. he normally watches his... His um, laptop and his sleep was not very good. Oh, He's, God, he was telling yeah. him every morning, "Oh, you're not optimum sleep." Last night, for the first time since Christmas, he read a book before he went to sleep, yeah. and straight away his percentage in terms of his sleep optimumness went from sixty to ninety percent. Oh. So, what's an aura ring? Oh, an aura ring, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask me to describe <laughs> it, but it's basically wearable technology. It's like oh, a smartwatch. Okay. Um, you link it to an app, but yeah. you wear it on your um, on your finger, obviously, yeah. rather than your wrist. Um, and it's got a lot more functionality. Oh wow! Yes, so those type of things that really 
get you to understand because What's health happening. and wellness yeah. is very personal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's different for everyone. So the more you understand about your mm. personal challenges, the better it is and the easier it is to find fixes. Actually, that's that's interesting because I had on my list um, personalized health is mm. becoming a big thing, isn't it? it? Is. You know, I'm thinking like Zoe, like Tim mm. Spector's thing. Yeah. Um, obviously, I think there's an intention that eventually it could roll out to something that that'll be more accessible to everyone because yeah. at the minute you have to pay for it. Um, but I think people are looking to that more and more. They're not just looking for the thing that will cure everyone. They're looking mm. for the thing that's specifically for them. Yeah. That's going to help them. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting. I, I'm convinced, you know, I mean, it's health and wellness is a really confusing area. You know, you hear different advice yeah. all the time. Um, and I'm convinced that's because different studies are done and because people react differently to everything, mm. then you get different results. So, you know, one week red wine's good for you, the next week it's bad for you. One yeah. week have a bit of chocolate, the next week don't have any. <laughs> you know, and I think, it, you know, it, for me, that's probably the biggest macro trend is really understanding you as an individual, yeah. what works for you and what are the best things to do. And, um, and then being able to get advice or find products that are right for you. Yeah. Um, and that's something that all of us in the industry are really trying to um, understand so that we can, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, I mean, Holland Barrett, our mission is to give people great, uh, longer and greater quality years yeah. of life. And I, I think as well, and, and it feeds into that, is, you know, things like um, the 30 plants a week thing. Well, I was going to come on to or, that. Or, well, yeah, well, let's talk about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about or, it like, like sleep hygiene is that it's an easily adaptable thing. It's mm. something you can adapt into your life quite easily without, without you know, having to take loads of supplements or having to do anything particularly special. You're kind of adding in rather yeah. than taking away, you yeah. know, like you do with a, a diet or a, yeah. a regime. Yeah. It's actually enriching you. Well, that, I'm so glad you said that because that kind of brings me on to another trend that I wanted to talk about. And I'm not sure where we are on the curve, but... Um, We'll see the conversation change from, you know, eating five a day is still mm. relevant. It's still the government guideline. Eating the rainbow is still relevant. The more colours you eat, the better. But I think people will start to talk about the variety of plants they're eating. And obviously Zoe and Tim Spector are, are really leading um, on that. But it's a switch in how we approach the problem. And yeah. actually, it's a, as you say, it's a really easy one to do. But I think the the emerging trend, if you like, and I haven't even found a name for it, but I'm seeing it. I'm going to call it <laughs> nutrient cramming. Okay. I like that. <laughs> it started here. <laughs> but it's this idea that for your calories, you get the most nutrients possible. So it's the opposite of empty calories. You know, we talk about, you know, a donut is an empty calorie. Now, yeah. it might be good for your mental health. And, you know, there's no such thing as a bad food. No. And there's only bad diets. So I wouldn't want to say you can't eat a donut. But I think what we'll see more and more of is people trying to make sure that the meals they eat are crammed as full of nutrients as they possibly can. Yeah. And one of that is about variety of vegetables, but also there's a lot of people interested in adding in more protein yeah. or making sure it's packed with protein. So basically... It will naturally um, mean there's less sugar and, and empty calories in things. 
but it's just a much more positive way of approaching it. You know, if you're sitting there preparing a plate of food and you're thinking, right, how do I cram more goodness yeah, into it? It's much nicer it? than, oh my God, how do I avoid sugar? How can I cut down on carbohydrates? You know, that's quite a negative thing. It's a really thing. negative so thing, isn't it? Yeah. I, I'm predicting today that what I'm calling nutrient cramming is going to be a, a big trend this year. I love it. You heard it here first. I love it. Well, I think I think we might end on nutrient cramming because it's, it's a nice little neat, you know, it, it, it involves food. It, it's, it's a lot of what we do on Olive, which is just making the best of what we yeah. possibly can yeah. um, thanks so much for coming to chat to us today April it's been absolutely fascinating well thanks for having me it's been wonderful to be here thank you for listening to the Olive Podcast for recipes and more information head to olivemagazine.com do remember to listen out for our effortless bonus episodes where our guests reveal their best cooking cheats hacks and shortcuts and don't forget to subscribe at iTunes Acast Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts